Greetings Brewers, Tissai, Nicholas of Hennigan on bohemianbritain.com and literarylondon.com and of course the London Literary Pub Crawl. And as you can probably hear in the background, I'm in a pub in London. Although for rather a sad reason, um, today is Tuesday the 24th of August. 2021 i've been at the edinburgh festival and you can <coughs> excuse me uh hear and read and see all about that on the bohemianbritain.com uh website but i'm here having a personal little wake because we found out yesterday that the musician brian travers who was a founding member with the band ub40 has died after and i quote the a tweet from the the band after a um long and heroic battle with cancer uh he was only 62 uh was uh, brian um and he had an operation for two brain tumors i think it was a couple of years ago uh and but i was still quite shocked to hear that he'd, he'd passed away and um, and i also wanted to comment on ub40 and the whole thing that they did because in so many ways brian who was the saxophonist of course was um uh, one of the founding members of UB40 and as well as being known for their sort of famous hits such as Red Red Wine the cover versions Red Red Wine and I Can't Help Falling In Love With You they uh, had a remarkable back catalogue they were formed in Birmingham in 1978 and of course you're probably aware that the term UB40 refers to the form Unemployment Benefit Form 40 which if you signed on in those days you were given uh, this I know because I had one as well. So, uh, and their first album did really, really well. They sold over their time more than 100 million records. They've had more than 40 top 40 hits in the UK. They also had number one hits in the United States as well. And the other remarkable thing about UB40 is they stayed together for such a long time. So from the 70s until the original singer Ali Campbell left in 2008, the band's lineup was largely unchanged. Um, Astro came and went. But I suppose I wanted to make the point that I, I'd actually spoken to um, uh, to Brian about doing a musical project and it was quite weird because I was in, Co in my little desk space in Covent Garden in London and he was in Birmingham and we were having this conversation about a project which uh, well I won't bore you with now because it's not going to happen and when he realised I was in London he said I've got to double my money then which was sort of a bit of a joke he went to Mosley Art School which is another great Birmingham institution uh, which was a school that meant if you had talent at art it didn't matter academically how you did if you were a good artist you were in um, and of course Brian more recently having left UB40 was uh, looking to start his art again he'd started to display but the other remarkable thing about UB40 and Brian was their record label called Dep International and it was founded quite quickly after they had success it was in 1980 um, it sadly went into administration in 2006 uh, and finally was uh, liquidated in 2008. But it was based in Depp International Studios in Digbeth in Birmingham. And they did all sorts of brilliant things. They had a... Um, they basically started it so they could keep control over their own record output. And boy, did that work. They also wanted to release tracks by other artists. And there were a lot of brummy lads. I wasn't one, but I knew of them. 
around the sort of late 70s and early 80s who've got an awful lot to be grateful uh, to uh, UB40 and Dep International for. They uh, released tracks by other artists. They did a worldwide distribution deal with Virgin Records in 82. They were also the first label to release a dub album, Present Arms in dub. And uh, later on, of course, they uh, uh, Brian was saying uh, he, when they first started, they were quite a political band. Later on, he said, um, at the time, he said, we were a bit naive because, of course, the Campbells, uh, other family members, their father was a folk singer. And I always remember Brian saying that, you know, we, we thought that if we released a few songs about sort of politics and you know, inequalities in the world, it might change things. He said, that was a bit naive. And, of course, we didn't. But he did give us a lot of pleasure. And the other thing that I've noticed from tributes to Brian is that he, he's passed away surrounded by his family in Moseley, which was great. So he's always been in Birmingham. They, they, well, I also remember there was a record launch. I can't remember which album it was. And I worked for a Birmingham radio station called BRB at the time. And the record company execs in London were kind of tearing their hair out because UB40 basically said, we're a Birmingham band. We're going to release the album here. That's not normally done in the record industry. Normally everyone goes to London. But um, they had to bring everybody up to Birmingham, which was no bad thing. Um, and occasionally he'd be in the Hare and Hounds pub, which is where they did one of their first gigs. And he's just round the corner from where I used to live. Um, and in fact, they've actually put a plaque up. Well done, Birmingham. They put a plaque up celebrating the fact that uh, UB40 gave one of their first gigs there back in 1978 or 79. And Brian was a bloke down the pub. Um, there was some acrimony when the band split, but I was so impressed that one of the other band members' uh, daughters was working behind the bar at the time in the Hair and Hands and kept calling, you know, Brian, who was supposed to be the enemy of his father, kept talking to him and referring to his uncle Brian. It was a charming story and he was a charming man and I'm very sad that he's gone. And then even to compound all this, I found out today Charlie Watts, the drummer of the Rolling Stones passed away, he was 80. And I also found out that someone that I used to work with at BRB passed away on Sunday. But his family have asked for me not to say anything about that just yet. So, blimey. Sorry if it's a bit of a doomy, uh, a doomy podcast this time. But there is a great message in it. UB40 were bohemians, I think. And the, still the spirit of that lives on. Um, and long may it do so. Now, I think... I might have a cheeky little pint of Guinness with Brian. Well, at least for Brian. Ta-da!